0: guide, It is possible this leads to a larger and more profitable business model for Zillow.
1: Indulging.
0: I know, the word they there used was so indulging. indulging.
2: There, there is so much meat in what was just said right there, the whole pay to play. Welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. I am Elliot Tomaszewski, joined by Jason and Kayla. Today... We are really excited to be with you because we got something that is, I think, kind of touchy out there that so many people are not wanting to talk about. Zillow has come out and said that they pretty much want all of the leads that they are aggregating to the agents to start using Zillow home loans to fulfill those buyers' needs. And if they don't, they risk being kicked out
1: of their lead pool. Mm. Hmm. That's been been tried before. I know. Yeah. many times.
0: And so okay, well, it, they Zillow is doing well. They're out. I know. They're outperforming the real estate industry. Their
1: home loans or their just hum- Zillow, Zillow in, in general, in, in general. general okay. And
0: they their home loan product is doing okay. And they keep saying in their shareholder reports that they're outperforming the real estate industry. Quarter over quarter, this is their fourth consecutive hmm. quarter of outperforming the real estate industry. Yeah, I don't
1: watch TV that much, but I um, when when I started watching the um, the World Series, I noticed mm-hmm. that Zillow had a bunch of um, commercials. Uh, commercials, and they were Zillow Home Loan commercials. Yes, mm-hmm. so they're definitely pouring into that.
0: So if you're working with Zillow now, you're you know any lead that you get with them, you're going to need to make sure you. Plug that Zillow home loan. At
1: least so if pre-qualled. so, if your lender's paying half your Zillow bill,
0: that's not going to work. It's not going <laughs>
1: nope. Nope. to happen anymore. Now you are have to pay your whole bill, and and you have to and pay a it. split,
2: right? Wow. Like that's what we're talking about. They're talking about heavy monetization, especially because in most markets they're really leaning into Zillow Flex. Right? Those of you guys that don't know, Zillow has two different programs. There are certain markets that you can actually buy the lead, right? And every, you know, you have a zip code share, essentially, that that leads are on rotation to you. Then Zillow Flex is, hey, we'll give you this vetted out lead, which a lot of times it's a higher quality lead, but you're paying a 40 to 60% split in certain
1: cases. Hmm. Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah, interesting. So I thought this was kind of, speaking of Zillow, I'm going to read this. United
1: States of Zillow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Well, in, in their latest shareholder report they talked about buyer agency uh, and the commission <clears> lawsuits. Okay. And this is what they said. Now I find it to be pretty pretty fascinating. They said indulging for a moment, a future scenario where buyer agency goes away. We have high confidence that Zillow will remain in a strong position and potentially even stronger. Yep. In this scenario, the US market would likely transition to what we observe in several international geogra- geographies, where a few large portals off a, offer a pay to play digital listings yep. marketplace. In this scenario, we believe Zillow would be an odds-on favorite to become the leading digital listing marketplace given our brand, traffic engagement, and unique focus on solving movers' real pain points with our software-anchored housing super app vision. If international classified markets are any guide, it is possible this leads to a larger and more profitable business model for Zillow.
1: Indulging.
0: I know, the word they there used was so indulging. indulging. There, there is the so
2: much meat in what was just said right there, the whole pay-to-play mm-hmm so now we're pretty much talking Let's about chew eradicating, on it a little bit Let's yeah. chew. eradicating Let's MLSs chew. hey mr. <laughs> and mrs. seller now agents are out of the game because you have a, we we are the marketplace it costs you two thousand dollars to list your house with Zillow and have them showcase it to all their buyer pool and hey guess what because now you come shopping on Zillow we got your loan we got this we got that it's just it totally attempting to quarter and i promise and you you can use showing time to go
1: look at it yes
0: and you know that they that the exec team is sitting back watching this buyer agency
1: they're indulging <laughs> yes they that's the
0: word that they used was indulging <laughs> i will say though that when that verdict came out their stock went way down and it's because two-thirds of the revenue does come from their premier agent services which is heavily focused on buyers if you're one of the 88% of our viewers that aren't subscribed to our channel, please take a moment and hit the subscribe button and also make sure you ring that notification bell so you get notified of our new updates.
1: Yeah, their buyer their their buyer leads are going to be like mm-hmm. they're going to be less valuable, right? But I I think I think agents will have to they'll have to pivot to like when they when they call those buyers and of going, "Hey, instead of like going like trying to trying to get them to be a buyer, they're going to find out first do you have a house to sell? <laughs> 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 because that's where it's going to be right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. If you have a house to sell, I can help you, you know, also do your buy sell. But I'd like, you know, but you know, now that, you know, we can't, you know, s- buyers, ha- yeah, their buyer, their, their buyer leads are going to be like, mm-hmm. they're going to be less valuable. Right. But I, I think, I think agents will have to, they'll have to pivot to like when they, when they call those buyers and of going, Hey, instead of like going like trying to trying to get them to be a buyer they're going to find out first do you have a house to sell <laughs> because that's where it's going to be right absolutely there. You know, if you have a house to sell I can help you you know also do your buy sell but I'd like you know but you know now that you know we can't you know s- buyers have to pay for their own their own commissions you know you got to sell your house with me for me for me to go and help you buy a house as well yep in the 100%. event
0: that happens
2: I, I, right, I, which I,
1: I don't see that because because they're, gonna have, That's they're gonna, going to have they're going to have buyers are going to need representation 100%. they're not going to want to go and and like call every listing agent on Zillow and and try to you know <laughs> hey can i see your house at this time can i see your house this... okay well, oh, I'm, I'm running late imagine i'm know, flying they're, in from shot are going to be doing the, the the agent thing and they're not going to want to do that it's just imagine like you're getting a job transfer you're
2: flying in from chicago you're only here for a saturday and a sunday Mm -hmm. and you're trying to line all that shit up yourself (laughs) i (laughs) don't
0: know with showing time it's easy
2: Uh, it it is easier i'm not gonna it's not but i mean you don't know the area part of like what you get with an agent especially in a relocation is that agent's knowledge of the marketplace and all the other things that are going on I i mean
1: what happens when when you go and show houses shit happens get things get in the way and you're like and you, totally. have, a, you have a schedule totally. and then you know you got a baby that's crying that needs to go do this and, and now you, you know it screws up your whole rest of the yep. day and now you're trying to call all the agents and change the change the times and yep. missed your slot a, it's a nightmare
0: I think there's more to it than just the showing aspect that's sure. definitely one important angle I think the contracts do you know time and time again when buyers and sellers are surveyed they say that one of the reasons they love agents is because there's help with contracts
2: contracts so it's so funny you bring that up because I, I don't I don't remember if I was having a conversation with myself or somebody the other day about this, probably myself. Um, <laughs>
1: is that what you're doing in the corner over yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. there? I was I was talking doing. to yourself.
2: Do you guys see a world essentially where the contracts almost become downloadable, docu- you know, and of course you could docu sign them, um, electronic signature them, and then now it actually starts falling on the lender on how you should successfully structure your offer.
0: Mm. That's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I think that it would be difficult to have uniformity in contracts in a world where NAR wasn't governing things. Mm -hmm. Because who would set the standard for the contract?
1: Mm.
0: Like right now, we pretty much, you know, if you're a realtor, you use your associations.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Most associations. Which is drafted by an attorney. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, interesting, on, uh, interesting thought on that. Uh, obviously, a lot's going to change. Who knows how? Yep. And it's going to be a few months.
1: Yeah, but I also want to like, I think. But you better believe it. Zillow is positioning. They're, indulging.
2: Know, they're indulging. They're the, indulging. There's <laughs> no question, right? Like, <laughs> we're not doom and gloomers here at Zillow. I mean, there's no question we're optimists, right? I mean, and just based on our track record. With that said, this is an opportunity, I think, for a lot of people to actually go out there and dominate, right? Like I think that, you know, a lot of lenders listen to our show. So I want to talk to you guys for just a quick second. This is an opportunity for you to actually stop thinking about like, okay, well, how do I go buy another cup of coffee to get in more relationships with agents? And you actually start looking at looking to how you're going to serve and support your agents, right? How are you going to scale out your message so that which that message is that solves problems in the marketplace, you attract leads and now you guys can still work those leads together. Right. So there's just so many different ways to go about it. And I mean, I'm obviously going to get into that in a second. My advice when we get there, but just again, this is to me, this market is, is built for, I don't know. I don't want to say the market, this, this shift of what's going on, I think is built for, for opportunists, but, I will also say in the conspiracy side of things and hand it over to you is who this definitely favors (laughs) is absolutely the Zillow's, the open doors, the conglomerates. Mm -hmm. It it, it just, it does.
0: You could also, there there (coughs) could also be an argument for where it may not in the event that MLSs are disrupted and brokerages keep their listings, you know, internal and don't willingly provide them. I mean, that's been, we
2: send it back to the dark ages.
0: Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's hard to
2: believe a world that even, we're talking about like almost eradicating the internet.
0: Uh, It is all very difficult to comprehend and not to to comprehend, but just it's, it's difficult to imagine Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, we're so ingrained in the way it's always been. It's like, how will it be? And you start to kind of think of the different factors. And it's it's interesting. And I love the, yeah, there's massive opportunity. I'm yeah. fully on board with that. Uh, and, you know, Tony Robbins has a saying, it's never about the resources. It's always about the resourcefulness. And so if you're listening to this podcast and you're going, man, I'm just the little guy, you know, because kind of as realtors, we are just the little guy. We're disenfranchised. Uh, you know, we... Even when you're a big player in your market, you're still such Aww. a, you know, you're such a minnow in this big sea of real estate that is. But you can do something really epic. You get to imagine and you get to create the future. And for me, that's really exciting. Exciting. For sure.
2: It's one of the biggest shakeups of, of all time. And, you know, the cool thing is with these massive shakeups is it's, it's a new opportunity. It's almost like there's a, there's a new zero that gets set and you get to run from the starting line equally. The shift is a gift, guys.
0: <laughs> I love that saying. I think I've
2: heard that one in a book.
0: I do love that, though. It's so true. It is a gift. And so be ready and be creating and be thinking. And, ah, oh, it's, yeah, new energy is always exciting.
2: Yeah. So I know one of the other things that we wanted to kind of sprinkle in and talk about, um, something that, uh, you know, our, produ- our show producer Colby had kind of brought uh, to us is that, China is getting ready to deploy another 137 billion dollars into their economy. China. Yep. Mm. To really, ultimately, it's it's all about. Um, Creating movement and right, but through through rehab, through uh, basically deployment of capital into real estate to get things moving, right. So
1: there's no stagnation of what's going on. <laughs> Are they gonna build like empty empty cities again? We can't build in uh, that. Oh, we, we need some more money to yeah, build again. some empty cities. Let's
0: do it again, guys. But it's all government. <laughs>
2: it's all it's all of course all government based, right? And so I think he had posed a question to us like, why doesn't the U.S. Be, you know uh, basically play the big government game? And come and deploy and try to own m- more of that. And obviously, the U.S. government does own a ton of land, but why don't they go after you know houses and and whatnot? So, which is a curious question.
1: Hmm. Well, because they're—I mean, they—they kind of are. They like are HUD and Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Black
2: BlackRock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this- they are. So that's many. The, there's a lot of conspir- the U.S. government, yeah. bro. Yeah. There's
0: there's a lot of conspiracies about the the institutions owning so many homes, and I find it kind of, you know, when you look at the data, they really don't own yeah. that many. They do, but they don't, right? I Not mean, compared
2: to the mom and pop, exactly. right? But the mom and pop investors mm-hmm. by far in the lion's share,
0: yeah. yeah. And so it, it take a long time for them to own. What's been projected? It would take, I believe, years.
1: So, so, decades. China probably. said that? Like, why doesn't the U.S. do that? No, no, no. no, no. no. That's we're what Colby posed. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Colby, because we're not communists. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and so that's <laughs> the immediate <laughs> answer. <right>? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's not,
2: yeah, it's not a government that's trying to rule the people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, Biden referred to uh, President Xi as still as a dictator. Right. to him? <laughs> no, in a press conference after <laughs> their meeting yesterday. <laughs> he's with them. He's like, dictator yeah. G. No, no, no. <laughs> after. Seriously, Let after. Let me introduce you. Like, dictator G, yeah. How are you today? And, and everybody's like, is, he's just like office rocker. Like, they just oh, had yes. this. They yeah. just had this. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, anyway, you know, why doesn't the U.S. do that? Uh, who knows, right? We're...
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm still, i I'm still with you, right? Like you have MetLife. You have all of these other people that are like deploying this absurd amounts of money into it to, to be able to buy houses. And even though we're only talking about fractions of percents, well, that's per, fraction, fractions of percents over a quarter of a time. And when you compound that over time, right, one of my favorite statements, incremental moves create monumental results. And mm-hmm. to me, that's that's
1: what this is, is bit by bit.
0: It's a play. It's a play. Maybe it's behind all these commission lawsuits.
1: <laughs> yeah, they could be because <laughs> I mean, if I think the buyers are going to be kind of disenfranchised if they don't if they don't have a way to like they don't have all these you know agents trying to get them to buy houses. Yeah,
0: especially first time home buyers and marginalized home buyers.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're going to be hurt. The, the first time home buyers and the marginalized home buyers will be hurt with this because it, it's it's like the renters, right? Like rent, totally. People that that need to rent. And they can't find a place. No agent wants to help them because right. they have they have like a two hundred dollar commission. It doesn't make any sense to, to help you a renter because you spend more on gas. You spend more Dude, on gas. You in mm-hmm. time you, it it costs more to work with a renter than to you know than to not. So yeah, they go to the property management company more times than not or, right. or
2: whatever source. And you talk to almost any renter, they like they're basically it's a shit show
1: to rent a house. They can't get in. They can't get service. Yep, it sucks. Right. So. And, and the and the, the agents that are working with renters that are that are successfully doing it, they're taking a you know, like a five hundred thousand dollar deposit from them as a commission, and they say, well, if you know if they pay you know two hundred dollars for commission, I'll take the two hundred dollars off."
0: Or you have the agents that just use it as part of their business plan to build relationships yeah. Yeah. to help uh, that renter
1: can, become a buyer in exactly. the future. But mm-hmm. but if but if they have to pay their commission, they're right. not going to do that anymore. So even it's going to hurt them even more. So, um, make sure you
2: think about new builds too, right? How's, how's I going to shake out? I mean, granted, I think that, you know, most of the new builders that, uh, salespeople that I know, they say that like, it's only like one out of, I think it was like one out of three to one out of five of the people that walk in actually have an agent. No hmm. kidding. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, that's it's pretty not low. 50%. Right. It's low.
0: Interesting. Well then why are these new builders always throwing us massive bonuses and
2: well, because that's in the times of, of lean times they're trying to really motivate
1: people to get their people there hmm. yeah. interesting which if, if if what we know is that if they do it it probably works right so it, if, if they don't have that option anymore home builders so, are going to hear it. so but, so that 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 kind of stems into what what i was going to talk about guys so home builder sentiment came out today mm-hmm. it dropped to the lowest point in in a year Okay. Um, Jeez. Um, but falling rates spur some optimism. Mm. So <laughs> we're seeing some some falling rates. We, yes. we saw the um, the ten year bond come down to like four point five or four point four five or something like that. So interest rates are definitely coming down a little bit. But um, uh, and then more builders are reporting cutting prices in November. Hmm. Huh. So the average cut was six percent. That's wow. that's
0: actually yeah. sizable. I know. I so what do you 6% think
1: percent is massive, especially today's prices.
0: Right, I was wondering what the median new home prices does it say? It's
2: 25 grand.
0: No, the uh, median new home price. No, it
2: doesn't oh, say like 475. The that's what I would think, yeah.
0: Probably. I'm going to guess 475. So, so, so that would be 25 to 30 grand. Oh yeah, yeah, you were yeah. giving the percent. Yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. a sizable discount. Know, right. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Well, in today's viral vibes, I have some breaking news that's pretty shocking. (laughs) And uh, when I heard it, I was just, I was surprised. (laughs) So you you think interest rates are high. Well, who else do we know that's always high? (laughs) Snoop Dogg. Snoop, D-O-double-G. And Snoop Dogg came out and said that he's quitting smoking.
1: Shut up. Smoking what? Weed. Weed. Weed?
0: He is Snoop Dogg, Snoop, Dogg? Snoop Dogg came out on no. his Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. I thought it was a joke. I saw it on Reddit and it was a meme and I'm like, Oh, this is a joke. And then I went to Google trends and it's the number one trending search right now. And it is true. Snoop Dogg is D-
2: quitting does he give smoking any con- weed. Does he give any context? I wonder uh, why. So,
0: yeah. yeah, there was a teeny bit of context, not much. He posted on his Instagram page, and or his Instagram account, and he has grandkids, and he's, like, really getting concerned about life and longevity, and he wants to be here for years to come, and so he is uh, giving up this good. bad habit. It
2: is hard, I mean, because he, he smokes it, right? not
0: 81 joints a day, Andy has a professional joint roller on staff. Wow. Wait, what? That's 81 right. like, joints I, a so
1: <laughs> day? So his, So his... <laughs> are you serious? I read yeah. that.
0: I don't know. I'm like, how is that? How? Like, literally, you would be like.
1: Or he just, like, he smokes like, a few few puffs and, like, gets rid of it. He wa- wants well, new, and that's so much weed.
2: Light. He's going to, like, go through, like, shock. You know, like how those people that are such crazy alcoholics that when they stop drinking, they have to, like, progress them off. They can't just go cold turkey because it'll, like, uh, they they gonna gonna,
1: the, like It'll I'll
0: kill them. Yeah, it'll yeah, kill them. <laughs> Yeah, oh my goodness. I don't goodness. think weed
1: does that to you though. There's no there's no like physical attributes to it or physical. There's, well, there's mental. There's but yeah. probably not physical withdrawals.
0: If you're oh. if you're consuming even a fraction of that one. quantity of weed, you're going to feel something when you quit. So, hey, send out the good vibes to Snoop. It is hard to quit something that you've been doing time and time again.
2: Hold on. I gotta we got to diagnose that more real quick because I'm literally just tripping on that. I okay. told you
0: it was a good one so, today. <laughs> so, let,
2: the average person, let's just say, let's just do simple math. You're awake 16 hours a day. So, 16 hours divided by 81. He's literally smoking the whole day long. That's what I'm saying. Like, not, nonstop non smog has a
1: has a. I mean, he, he literally like if you see him on podcasts and anywhere else, he's always smoking. So <laughs> you don't ever really, unless he's singing or whatever. Yeah. But then you know, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I just double checked, guys, because you guys were like had such a reaction to that, and it is true. That is what it, he said. That it once claimed to smoke 81 joints a day.
1: Maybe that's like the top top. You know, like back in the day. Yeah. You know? But even still,
0: you know what? You <laughs> I know, still,
1: what? I'm just like. what?
0: He is turning a new leaf.
1: (laughs) He's smoking a new leaf. He's actually turning a new leaf. And then he fired his uh, joint roller. I don't
0: (laughs) know. His joint roller.
1: Like lost a job filing
0: for unemployment rates.
2: That whole NWA crew, like, uh, uh, especially who's the guy that actually died from AIDS or whatever else? He was actually my favorite. Uh, uh, Easy no, was E. Yeah, dude, that guy was sick. But all of those guys have absolutely smashed it in life, right? They're all like entrepreneurial. Yes. And they were all a bunch of like gangbangers, like when they originally came to be- together, which is such a weird piece of it. But I mean, Kudos to them, man. I mean, and, and here he is. I mean, and again, Snoop Dogg, like when you listen to him talk, like in society, he's upstanding. He's forward thinking. He's absolutely a contributor to, to society. And so it's just, again, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be going around smoking weed all the time and whatnot, but I mean, it's still just, it's wild to see him go from where he was singing about the chronic <laughs> to, uh, I'm not I'm not retiring from smoking weed pretty pretty well okay so in today's advice I got a little bit of an extension extension excuse me from last uh last week's so where we were talking about going we no, weed? Weed. we were talking about going weed <laughs> s- sick of weed all right, let's get on, get on purpose here. We're going wide versus deep. So what I want you guys to be doing is actually thinking about your systems on how you can scale out your message. But the goal is to have your systems capture the behavior of that consumer. So when they're engaging with your content, you wanna take your most prized possession, your time, and focus your time on the people that are engaging with your stuff. And that's how you go deep, that's how you'll get into relationship, and ultimately how you'll do more transactions in today's market where so many agents are experiencing contraction, you can level up and focus on expansion.
0: And if you are curious how you can do that, we'd love to show you. (laughs) 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 So uh, click the link in the description for a demo of Zoodelio. We offer all of this expert guidance here uh, to our members. <laughs>
1: Thanks
2: guys. <laughs> Weed
0: out. <laughs> Weed, Weed out. 88 percent